I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey everyone, just me at the top of the show to say that the Melbourne International Comedy Festival is in full swing. So if you are in Melbourne... Come on down, go catch some shows. There's heaps and heaps of good ones. I saw Tommy Daslow the other night. That was excellent. I also saw Restaurant Fuckheads with Xavier Michaelides and Ben Russell. So brilliant. Insane. Brilliant. Both shows I highly, highly recommend. Uh, So if you are in Melbourne, also, I'm doing more live uh, episodes. So at the European Beer Cafe at 4.30 for the remainder of the Sundays of the festival. And I have one more um, big one at the uh, Festival Club. So I just did a Festival Club show on Tuesday night. Thank you to everyone who came out. That was the 100th episode recording, so that will be out next week. And also this Sunday, I can tell you, uh, if you're in Melbourne, come on down because so this will be Sunday the 8th of uh, April. It is Sam Pang, brilliant, and Miff Warhurst, excellent. Uh, and two other pe- two other guests who are doing shows, so I won't advertise them, so you that you don't go. Oh, I'll just go and see that, and not their shows. Anyway, just a bit of uh, not housekeeping, but at the top of this show. So this was recorded. Uh, it 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 was pretty rushed because the show before me went very long, and so my guests, two of my guests, Zoe Kuzma and Fiona O'Loughlin, had to uh, they had shows at six o'clock, and so I couldn't keep them longer than five thirty. So that's fine. We got there. It's good. So, uh, yeah, big thanks to everyone who came down. Big thanks to uh, Jeremy who uh, recorded it for me. Um, I'm really happy with it. So it's a really, really funny episode. A little bit got edited out. A few names got taken out, um, which seems to be the case when Fiona Lachlan's on board. Anyway, uh, enjoy this. Hopefully I do see you at one of the live shows. And thanks to everyone who stuck around in the end uh, to say hi. I know I was kind of rushing around, but... um. Yeah, it was great. And this week what I'm going to do, because I've got the posters and I've got like 50 of them and lots of people are saying how much they like the uh, artwork, which was done by Celeste Potter, who's an amazing artist. And, and so I'm going to sell uh, them at the end of the show. So if you want one, they're going to be five bucks and I'll donate that money to a charity, probably the Indigenous Literacy Foundation again, which is what I gave the money to at the end of the Christmas episode. So if you're in town, um, come along, buy it. And, you know, you can even ask, ask the guests to sign it if you want and that'd be cool. Anyway, enough from me. Enjoy this episode. Uh, Go out, see a whole bunch of shows, see people who've been on the show before. Yeah, enjoy your Melbourne International Comedy Festival. If you're not in Melbourne, enjoy these live episodes. It's like you're there, except you don't have to leave the comfort of your lounge room or your toilet or your car or wherever you listen to your podcast from. If you are listening to this on the toilet, just stop it. That's disgusting. I don't know why I even said that. Who listens to stuff on the toilet? Anyway, enjoy this episode, episode 99. 100's coming out next week. Bye. Hello, Melbourne, and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and we're running over time, so who gives a fuck what people said about me today? Anyway, uh... Now, how many people here listen to the podcast every week? Yes? How many people here just came because it's Comedy Fest and you thought you'd come along and see this? And front row, well done. This is going to be great. Anyway, so what it is, I get four very, very funny people and I quiz them all about their expert topic, which is themselves. Yay! So let's meet them now. Our first guest, if you type his name into Google, he shares his name with a Melbourne event planner a reverend and a motivational speaker in Washington and the manager of the Canberra Theatre Centre. Please welcome, it's Tony Martin, everyone! He's running from the... St- What's the chords? That's, that's all right. Hello, Tony. Hello, yes. I share my name with a German cyclist. Any fans of cycling? <laughs> Any fans of Germans? <laughs> It's great when he's on uh, the TV because I'll just have it on and, and I'll just walk through the room and you'll hear, Tony Martin is amazing! 
Also joining us is a comedian who shares her name with a substitute teacher in Geelong, an Irish occupational therapist, and someone on LinkedIn from the UK who has listed her occupation as a people person. Oh, yuck. Please welcome Fiona O'Loughlin, everyone. She's still outside having a derp. Where is she? Here she comes. Yes. Oh, you're in the ladies. Yeah. Oh, what are you doing? Ones or twos? <laughs> just Thank you for asking. Back from the jungle, just loving a flushing toilet. Is that what it is? Yes, yes. I didn't even need to go. I <laughs> wanted to look at it, touch it. Our next guest is a comedian who's taken the neck beard off. She shares her name with an Aberdeen recruitment advisor and a UK audiologist. Please welcome us, Zoe Kuzmar, everyone. <laughs> Hey, Zoe. Zoe. I do not. You made those up. There's no other Zoe Coombs Mars out there. There's other Zoe Mars. Okay, sorry. I thought Zoe Coombs Mars might have been your stage name. Yeah. No, I'm the only one. (laughs) You're the only one? Yeah. Well, I looked up Zoe Coombs. So one of them's Zoe Coombs and one's Zoe Mars. Well, that's not my name, though, is it? No. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'll just talk about Dave. No. And finally... Is a comedian from the UK. He shares his name with a Canadian cyber consultant, an Irish decorator, and if you heard the show last week, he's also the man who told a bunch of bugs to fuck off on stage. Please welcome from the UK, it's Carl Donnelly! Hello. Hey, Hey, Carl. Hey. I actually, talking of toilets, I needed a number two before the show, (laughs) but one of you lot were in the cubicle. So I, st- I still need to go, te- technically. <laughs> we'll, we'll get through this quick. Now, I haven't seen you since you got married the other week. Congratulations. I got married uh, nine days ago in Melbourne. Wow. Yes. Fucking got myself one of you lot. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And I haven't seen you since we had that great gig in Kununurra oh. where we were inundated. So it was outside and a million Love bugs. A gig. million bugs swarmed the stage. It was one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. You came off stage, like, literally covered in bugs, like, walked off. I was wearing a white T-shirt, oh, and it worst. was just... They just went, oh, here's someone. Yeah, it was <laughs> fucked. Anyway, let's start the game. Today, our first game is called Social Me, Me, Media. Where I'll read a status update from one of you four. You have to tell me who you think wrote it. Your names are your buzzers. Is it Fiona? Mm-hmm. Great. And... <laughs> If you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, the person actually wrote the tweet, they get the point. So you can't buzz in for your own ones. The first one is this. The Australian newspaper to raise its cover price from $2.20 to $2.50. So now, by not buying it, you'll save even more money. Fiona. Yes, Fiona. Tony. You are correct. It's a point there, Fiona. Oh, yes. Oh. Yeah. Just another slag off at Murdoch. It's half past four time to get another one in. Going through your your feed, it's a lot of just slagging off things. And also something I noticed. Yes. Your favourites, 101 favourites, things you've liked. Yes. 100 of them, episodes of Sons and Daughters. Yes, that was... (laughs) I was... My girlfriend challenged me very late one night because the entire... 960 episodes of the Australian soap opera Sons and Daughters are on YouTube and she challenged me to do a hundred jokes about Sons and Daughters <laughs> in a hundred days. I went, yeah, that'll be easy and it was like a nightmare. <laughs> it, was like, it was like taking six hours of just scrolling through the brownest show ever made <laughs> trying to find something funny. But luckily people just kept falling down mine shafts so yeah. most of it is mine shaft jokes. <laughs> Question two, why do Americans call it tuna fish? It's not like there's a tuna fruit or a tuna vegetable that could be mistaken for. Zoe. Yes, Zoe. It wasn't me. Um... (laughs) Carl? No, it was Fiona Lachlan. Put that for Fiona. Another one for Fiona. Yeah, let's give it for Fiona. Yeah. Do I get a point for that? Feels really weird saying your own name. I didn't. I I, I thought it was Tony, the first one, but I just felt too embarrassed. (laughs) Zoe, yeah. Okay, question three. True fact, I haven't looked up from my phone since 2016. Fiona. Yes, Fiona. Zoe. You are correct. Yes, another point for Fiona. Fucking hell, Fiona. I'm on the ball. Are you on your phone a lot then? Yeah, constantly. Constantly. I'm looking into buying a phone that doesn't have anything other than maps and calls and texts. I think even if I had that, I would just stare at maps. <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm obsessed with it, just constantly. Sometimes I'm like, I don't even know what I'm looking at. Because 
you have a phone, right? You got no, a mobile. I don't, I you don't, don't have, have a mobile a phone. phone. No, not at all. I have a landline at home, and it's still one of those where you do this. <laughs> <laughs> Please send transportation presently. Because <laughs> I, I want to go that way. Yeah. But I it's think everyone would hate me for it if I'm the guy they, without the phone. People yeah. always go, oh, you, what if your car breaks down in the outback? I'm going, I'm, I saw Wolf Creek. I'm never <laughs> going to the outback. <laughs> it's never going to happen. <laughs> all right, question four. Uh, four. Bloke with a massive quantity of coins in bank today turned on the coin counting machine, coward punching it and shouting, Count faster, you cunt! Carl. <laughs> uh, yes, Carl. Fiona. No, it was Tony Martin oh, there! It was. <laughs> and would anyone be surprised if I was to tell you it was the Commonwealth Bank in Carlisle Street, Balaclava? <laughs> the centre of that kind of activity. So we've, we've just talked about you not having a phone. You also, do you have a bank card now? No, I, use, I have a passbook. I still have the oh, old You're passport. kidding. No, it's great. They won't make, uh, they're waiting for us all to die. They won't issue any <laughs> new ones. But it's great because we're keeping the bank tellers in work. And they love it when you come in with a passport because they get to use the old skills, the black light signature, <laughs> all of that, the chattering machine that sometimes, you know, when it goes over a line and they have to write it in by hand, they love all that. <laughs> they, they Do so they? Really get, yeah, because it's like that's what's keeping them in work. Otherwise, they're going to be out the front saying, perhaps you'd like to use the machine, sir. Advocating for their own redundancy. My, my local bank is also like a post office now. You have been in the post office lately. Oh, and yeah, yeah. It's just a $2 shop, pretty much. Yeah, the post office is full of things like, you know, biscuit tins with Sam Newman on them. <laughs> my bank's doing that as well. My bank's got all these calendars and biscuit tins you can buy. Oh, wow, all in the different football clubs. Do your, ba- do your banks here now have machines that you actually pay your money into rather than go to the people. Yes. Like, yes. So you've got to like put your notes in. Yeah, but I don't trust. Have you got? I don't know how, how strict are they here though? Like, because in the UK, if you've got literally one corner like folded like that, it just spits it back out. <laughs> so if you've got to pay money and you've now got to like iron all of your notes <laughs> <laughs> before going to the bank, so it's made your job fucking hard. Okay. Question five. When I learned of my gig being cancelled last night, I accidentally went on a 14-hour drinking bender. Needless to say, I'll be mostly shitting myself and crying at life insurance adverts. Tony. Yes, Tony. Not Fiona. (laughs) (laughs) So was it Zoe? No, it was Carl Donnelly. Sorry, Zoe. Oh, that's right. No, I do look like a big drinker. Oh, no. That's terrible. So this is a... It's a true story, yeah. We had really bad snow in the UK about three weeks ago, and I was meant to be doing a corporate gig on the Friday night, which is the worst gig you can do, and it got cancelled, and I got so excited, I went on a 14-hour bender. (laughs) And it was... I think, yeah, I remember, like... I think I ordered, like, Uber Eats of something, like... You know, something that you should not be ordering another person to get for you. <laughs> just like, love, like horizontal. Especially if your gig's been cancelled, but they've got to travel from their work to your house. Like, yeah. Isn't that why it's cancelled? Because it's dangerous to travel? Yeah, totally. I just basically risked another person's life. <laughs> <laughs> and your own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Question six. Just realised feminist is an anagram of fist in me. Rest of the day off. <laughs> Tony. Yes, Tony. Was it Mark Latham? <laughs> 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 it was not Mark Latham. Anyone else want to have a go? Fiona. Yes, Fiona. Zoe? You are correct. Yes, it was Zoe. Yeah. Yes, please, Fiona. <laughs> it had to be a girl. <laughs> I don't know if it has to be. Like It's, it's better than it well, is. Male, <laughs> male feminist is fisted me meal, so that's uh, <laughs> not better. All right, question seven. Pope deems gay marriage unnatural while sitting celibate on a throne in a bonnet celebrating magic virgin birth. <laughs> Fiona. Uh, yes, Fiona. Tony. No, that was Zoe as well. Really Put that was. Zoe. Killing it. My choice and killing it. <laughs> but I did retweet it, so... Yeah. <laughs> did you see the Pope... Um, did, there was like a... They got rid of hell yeah. recently. Hell's yes, gone. yesterday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's there now? Like a juice bar? No, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> but what was he... Like, that's the key. boost juice. Hell is the key to the whole business know, model. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, nah, he's just gone, yeah, nah, hell's not there. And then people were like, well, what about the souls? The de-? And he's like, they'll just dissolve. <laughs> dissolves. Yeah, they just disappear. But then there was a retraction, I think. I didn't bother reading the retraction. Yeah, I, I just got excited about the first bit. <laughs> 
Because the, the old Pope as well, the one that actually got out of it alive, he also said there was no hell, but no. hell's just a state of mind. I thought the last one got rid of limbo. This <laughs> one, no, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. He did. He did. This limbo. one got rid of hell, so next one's going to get rid of fucking heaven, isn't it? Like, yeah. <laughs> we'll finally admit that when it's just When you said limbo, bollocks. I thought the jump in line. <laughs> 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 what the fuck is going on? Yeah. They are very against Caribbean rock. bar games. <laughs> No, no, the next one's going to just say, like, oh, and then I woke up and it was all a dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's real. Limbo was a head fuck, you know. For yeah. When you're a kid, hearing about limbo, all these babies just floating around the universe. Because <laughs> yeah, they didn't get baptised. Now I'm just obsessed with the idea that that's what it is. It's just eternity <laughs> doing the limbo. <laughs> <laughs> An eternity of lower back pain. <laughs> that's why they got rid of hell. They didn't need it. That's the hell, yeah. <laughs> all right, question eight. Life hack. Next time you're in a busy pub, finish your drink order with just with the phrase, just put it on Dave's tab and you've got 40% chance of getting them for free. <laughs> Tony. Yes, Tony. It's Zoe talking about her own character, Dave. No, it's no. not. It's Carl. So yeah. Carl gets a point there. Oh, Carl's oh. only. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. Just, yeah, just try it. Just, I mean, nine times out of ten, they're going to shout at you, but the one time it works, you just get free drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Has it ever worked? Uh, no. <laughs> So you just said then nine times out of ten in your tweet you said 40%. So what is it? Like, come on. Look, I don't, Mass write, the, I don't write the rules. <laughs> it was a joke tweet. <laughs> okay, question nine. Um, Twitter, can I have my blue tick now, please? Who wrote that? Zoe. Yes, Zoe. Fiona? You are yes. correct, yes, it is Fiona. Still haven't got it. I still haven't given it. You haven't got a blue tick. Do you really want one, though? I don't know. Do I? I what are they for? Exactly. That's, that's what I'm asking. I just would like someone to hack it. Yeah. Do you have, does anyone here have, have the no. blue? It's, it's, I, I, from what I gather, you have to actually request it. Which that. Yeah. I think sending that email would be the moment I'd kill myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I spoke to someone. I don't know who it was. I spoke to someone once who's like not very famous or anything at all, and they were like, they had a blue tick, and they were like, oh yeah, because I uh, have a mate who works for Twitter. <laughs> it's like they've got like th they've got like an under the counter blue tick. <laughs> Yuck. You'd have one, Tony. I have the blue tick, but it was the get this fans who campaigned ah. for me to get the blue tick. But it's very strange who has and who doesn't. Like Shane Jacobson, who I think has another film coming out in ten <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Does, does not have the blue tick, and yet, like, the ski reporter for, you know, The Blade FM has one. It's very... All radio people, they all have them. Radio people yes. all have them. Yeah, I've seen people with, like, 52 followers have a blue tick. Wow. You don't deserve that blue tick. No, no. <laughs> You're just giving things away out of the back of a black thunder. That's, that's not blue tick worthy. And our last question for the round... You can tell a lot about a person by how wobbly their frying pan handles are. <laughs> Very good. Who Zoe. said that? Yes, Zoe. Carl. You are correct. A point there for Zoe, right, yes. I, I read this. I thought this is exactly it's it. Absolutely, yeah. And yeah. it was actually inspired by staying at a friend's house and he had the wobbliest frying pan. <laughs> and he, it totally fits his personality. He's a, yeah. he's a fucking mess. <laughs> All right, at the end of the round, the scores are Tony Martin on one point, everyone. Yes! <laughs> Carl Donnelly on two points. Yes! Zoe Kuzmaier on three points. And in the lead, it's Fiona O'Loughlin on four points, everyone. I'm right. winning everything this month. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to give anything to charity for this one, though. It's fine. Okay. Right. All right, this round is called Yearbook. Now, in this round, we go back to our school days, or one-person school days in particular, and talk about someone who was important in their life. Now, today, we're going to a young Zoe Kunzma, who had a drama teacher who liked to do things a little bit differently. He's here. <laughs> <laughs> but just how far did he go? Was it A, he made all the girls in the class do pieces from the vagina monologues, and while no one chose it, Zoe still remembers clearly written on the board the words, Reclaiming Cunt. <laughs> Was it B? One day he, in class he walked in pretending to be his identical twin brother and then the next week came in pretending he'd just got back from holiday. <laughs> or is it C? One day in rehearsal he was angry that they weren't conveying enough emotion. He stood up out of his chair, walked over to the window and punched it. 
The window shattered and while he at first said he was fine, after five minutes he left the room and didn't come back until next term. (laughs) (laughs) Now, one of these is true. You can ask her as many questions as you want, but bear in mind she wants you to get it incorrect, so she gets your point. What was the teacher's name? Santi. Let's, let's like, beep that in the edit, okay? Uh. <laughs> San, San, one name, Mr. Santi. No, no he's, that was his first name. So, oh, so he's, he's one, of those, one of those teachers, it's so that's you call Santiago. him by the first name. Mm, okay. There's quite a lot of beeps required yeah. for this one. So. <laughs> yeah, so. What was his full postal address? All right, how old was he? How he it definitely existed. No, I know. But I mean, that, was, was um, he a like, cool, young, hip teacher? Or was he was, he... I think he was young-ish. He probably, he seemed old, so he was probably like 30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it was. Um, when he punched the window, was he, had something happened or was he just a... He was, um, he was very uh, emotive and he was very, uh, he used to sometimes speak in onomatopoeia when he would, like he would lose his words. So what had happened then, he was getting us to do an exercise and he was like, it, it must be like a boom, 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 a tiki, 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 and the audience, they were like, aha! And then, um, and doing that, he was sort of conveying, and he, he punched that, like he was sort of, I think he... He didn't mean to really punch the window, but he sort of—it was part of his whole kind of act. And then, um, and and then he was quite embarrassed and shocked and uh, a bit bloody. Yeah. Can, can I ask when, what year this happened? Uh, that would have been—it would have been about ninety-nine. Okay, ninety-nine. So that's back when you still could write cunt on a blackboard. <laughs> 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 Before political correctness <laughs> went bad. Yes. yes. Well, he wasn't actually, he, it wasn't at school. It was like he was an after school, like, dr- it was an after school ah. drama. So he took it very ah, okay. seriously. He was like, you know, you guys are professionals. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So he, he did do things like write cunt on the, on the board. But you, you also told me he, he made you guys watch his showreel as well. Yep, you saw his showreel. Oh. Um, uh, we went to his house. Oh, um, that's right. Which is. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, no, we went to his house. He was, um, we went to his house on an excursion, and uh, it was. Uh, he made us watch his show reel, <laughs> and he had like chickens in his lounge room, <laughs> oh, and he made us watch his show reel. And his like claim to fame was that he played a criminal on Flipper. <laughs> <laughs> This is great. <laughs> he was like, wow. and he, he, but his character didn't speak English, <laughs> so he, he, his one line in the show was just, abort. <laughs> Did he punch the dolphin? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he'd stolen a boat. Right. Yeah. And what else was on the show reel? What else do you remember? Um, there was one. Th- there was a lot of Spanish television, oh, so right. it was like, um, I think there was one. Th- Thing where he was like a some sort of clown. I don't know. It was a while ago. Flipper was the only one that <laughs> stood out. Any questions about the identical twin brother? Yeah. Did he? Uh, what was his twin brother's name? Hono. Hono. Okay. Yeah, he came in and he said, "I am not Santi. Today I am Hono." And he wouldn't resp- he wouldn't reply to his <laughs> own name. And he would only reply to Hono. And then he came back and he had a new pair of boots on. And he was, they were like, he was like, hey, you like my boots? They are made from snakes. <laughs> <laughs> this is not. And did he, for the whole lesson, he kept up the pretense? The whole time. Uh, yeah, he was just like, we were like, yeah, ha-ha, Santi. And he, he stayed with it the whole lesson, the whole way through. And then the next week he came back and he was like, hi, guys, did you, how, how was Hono? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I have all of the maturity. Oh. Okay, are we ready to lock in? Carl, do you have A, B or C? I, th- I now think it's B. I think it's the, t- the identical twin. You're going to say B? Yeah, okay. Fiona, that. what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'll go with B as well. You also think B? Tony? I'll go with the cunt on a blackboard. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer was B. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, a point there for Fiona, a point for Zoe, and a point for Carl. Oh, no. Oh. So did he have like a fake mustache or anything like that, or was he going like? No, he was wearing like a, a, a silky red shirt. Like he was a bit. Hono was a little bit more flamboyant than Sandy. <laughs> so he came in and he was like, yeah, he was a bit more. He was a bit more jazzy. Uh, did he explain why he had, he was taking that week's lesson instead of his brother? Nope. 
No. No, he just he just did it and there was no point to it. He was just Sounds like there was no point to him. No. <laughs> he was he was pretty nuts. He was pretty wild. Wow. He he did this one um, I remember he did this one exercise where he was like, Hold out your hand and he's like, You are holding a sheet And we were like a sheet, like a bed sheet and he's like, No, a sheet. A sheet, a oh, sheet, sheet. <laughs> <laughs> We were like and the whole the the exercise was visualizing at like what colour the shit was and what did it smell like? Was it warm? <laughs> and that was, we were like 14 years old going like, this doesn't feel normal. <laughs> All right, at the end of the round, the scores are Tony Martin on one point, yes! Carl Donnelly on three points, yes! Zoe Kuzma on four and Fiora Lachlan on five. All right, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about someone else on the panel if you think it's true, you say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you say nah. A point if you get it right, a point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So ask many questions and let's, we're running, we're back on time. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so to Fiona. Now Carl once got sent home from school because apparently his badge was too big. Yeah or nah? You can ask him as many questions as you want. What was the badge? Uh, it was a St. Patrick's Day... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Rosette. And how big was it? Unnecessarily large. <laughs> 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 it, was, it was big enough that my Irish nationalist parents were very happy with me. <laughs> nah. You're going to uh, say no already? Oh, sorry. No, no, if that's what you think. You, I'm, I'm you are incorrect. It was, oh, yeah, he got oh, sent home. Oh. Yeah, point there for Carl. Thanks. It was actually, the, I got sent home by the head, uh, the deputy head, Mr. Graham, because uh, he was a sort of English nationalist. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just made up a rule on the spot. He said to me, that's too big. I said, in comparison to what? <laughs> and he said, it's, it's bigger than a poppy. And I went, well, that's not how we base rules on. <laughs> so we're not allowed any badges bigger than a poppy. And we had an argument, and then I refused to refu uh, remove it. He was later found out to be a paedophile. <laughs> True story. Maybe he was just slowly trying to undress you. Take that badge off. <laughs> I'll come back in a year for that top. No. So when you went home, when you went home yeah. and you told your parents, I've been sent home because of this. Oh, they had very little interest in my education. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they were, yeah, I bunged off all the time anyway. They didn't I just thought because it was political, your parents might be like, oh, fucking, yeah. Nah. No? Okay. <laughs> all right, now to Zoe. Now, Tony shared the screen with legendary Australian actor Sid Helen in his last TV appearance by writing a sketch where he would sing Jump by Van Halen. After Sid Helen died, the Logies played the In Memoriam and the last shot of that In Memoriam was Sid Helen, not his work as Cookie from A Country Practice, but him next to Tony playing a miniature banjo on The Late Show. Yeah or nah? Oh, you can ask him as many questions because there's a lot in there. Oh, God, there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack there. Um... It's Sid Halen, by Sid the way. Sid Halen, so. sorry. Sid Halen. Sorry, no, Sid, if you're listening. Played, uh. <laughs> played Cookie. Yes, that's right. Um, I, so what year was the... What year did he die? Uh, I think he died in 96. And uh, the, what, can you describe what the picture was again? It was him dressed as his lovable character, Cookie, yep. playing a miniature banjo next to me on the set of... The Late Show, and it was a very disrespectful moment. It was not the sort of moment that should have been in the in memoriam for Cookie. <laughs> and was that the only picture that they had of him, or were there? Was that the end? That was of the, the only show? picture that went up, as far as I know, because you just you only get one picture in in memoriam. It's yeah. not, you don't get a selection of all your characters. <laughs> and why was he? Why? Why did you? What was the skit? Well, the sketch was playing on the hilarious coincidence that uh, he shared the same surname as the band Van Halen. Oh. And 
so we had him playing uh, Van Halen. I still Joan. think one of the best ways to end a show. So there was <laughs> like Joan Kerner doing Joan Jett. That's right. There was David Boone being David Byrne from <laughs> Stop Making Sense. And so on and so forth. Because when I was on the ABC, I wanted to, I wanted to bring it back. Because I wanted All Colin right. Barnett, the WA Premier, to be Courtney Barnett. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> and they said, we can't, we can't do that. That's, right. their, that's their property. Well, Sid Halen was technically insane when we filmed that sketch. <laughs> was it? And it was his last television appearance. But, uh, and he had no idea who Van Halen was, <laughs> where he was, or what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I watched it last night. It's up on YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's very disturbing. <laughs> It's great, and he does not play. A, he just plays, and then he d- has a second go. Yeah, he tries to have make fun of you guys when everyone in the audience loves you guys. And it's live to ear, yeah. so and he's just at one point just pulling faces for yeah. about a minute and a half, <laughs> and I come running back on and go, Panama, <laughs> and then he just starts strumming yeah. the ukulele, just going Panama, Panama, <laughs> Panama. When clearly the joke is meant to be, you play Van Halen's Panama <laughs> on a banjo. You don't just go, Panama. He is dead. It's very disrespectful. (laughs) I just a friend of mine won a competition. Like, she met him because she won a competition um, of... uh, She won encyclopedias and they were delivered (laughs) to the house by Cookie from a Country Practice. (laughs) (laughs) And then she was like, yeah, and she was like 10, and then she like opened the door and she's like, oh my God, it's Cookie from a Country Practice (laughs) with encyclopedias. And then he came in and he stayed all night apparently. (laughs) (laughs) And he got really drunk with her parents. Oh dear. Until Con the Fruitro arrived the next morning. (laughs) Um, Okay, I'm going to say... Yeah. You are incorrect. It was nah. Yeah, point there for Tony. Yeah. But hope half of it was true. The, the whole bit about the late show was true, but he, it, there was no moment in, in memoriam. I'm sorry. Should have been. It's all right. Okay. terribly cruel, this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. all right. Now, to Carl. Now, when Zoe was 16, she travelled around Germany, Venice and Switzerland unaccompanied except for her 15-year-old friend. Yeah or nah? How did you afford this trip? Um, I was I was on exchange already in Germany, uh, yes. and we did not have very much money, and we just went on like this. Re- we went like, let's go to Switzerland and Venice, and we worked out this really weird train route, and we slept on the trains. Um, did your parents know you'd gone on this? I don't think so. No, my, well, my like did, did exchange, exchange parents did. But did it, does that care. mean another person gone and lived with your parents? Yeah, the drama teacher from before. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, is, it, is exchange a real thing where you like, swap children? No, that, they don't do it like oh, that. Well, I don't they, know what it is. You do, I thought they, it's like if your kid's a little shit, you just... No, you don't, it's not like wife swap. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, no, they, we had, a, you have like a, a partner generally, so right. that... So a girl from Germany came and lived with us, but yeah. at the s- I was also there, and yeah. then I went over and lived with her. Right. But she at the same time. And so she was the one you went around. Europe no, I went with another Australian guy, um, guy who was he was one of the other uh, he was one of the other students from my school, and we okay. were like, let's go, let's go traveling. And we took a week off school and then went around like these weird places, and we were so like completely incompetent. We couldn't do anything we were just like remember at one point we were just like how do we get from the train station to the we stayed in a youth hostel one night we're like how do we get there and we're like i guess we just walk and then it was like two hours or something and we just like walked and it was really bizarre because like we walked and we were like i think that bus is going where we're going and then we just like stared at it while it sort of like opened people got on and then the doors closed and it took off again like we just didn't know how to do anything because we were children and then like and yeah i remember we, tr- we on this walk we kind of thought about stealing a car at one point and yeah because we were idiots um and did you get any any untoward attention from any creeps uh, not that I recall, although we did have a few, like, um, when we checked into, like, the youth hostel and stuff, they were like, how old are you? <laughs> and we were like, 16, 15. Um, and then... I mean, it is Europe. You can do anything when you're about yeah, 12 in Europe. Yeah, it was sort of, it, w- it was a bit odd, but no, we were fine. I think this sounds very, yeah. You're going to say, yeah? yeah? You are correct. Yes, it was. Yes, yes. true point. Yeah, yep. true. Amazing. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a bit weird. It was a bit like, 
uh, like looking even at afterwards like, I remember like sort of getting back to Australia and going like how come we did that like how <laughs> who let us yeah. do that well, I remember, really I remember we went on a, a trip a, a European school trip to Austria and you could just drink when you were like 15 and we ended up I ended up going to a nightclub that was in a hollowed out swimming pool <laughs> and I just remember being really pissed at like one in the morning and somehow I'd acquired some white gloves and I was just, <laughs> I, was just I was in a deep end of a swimming pool at the age of 15 like fucking this great in Europe isn't it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alright to Tony now while Fiona was filming in the jungle a contestant who shall remain nameless said on the first night that he can't get to sleep unless he ejaculates first <laughs> <laughs> he would then remove himself from camp each night for about 10 minutes Fiona was horrified one day when she horrified. caught him twice having a nap in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I have worked with Peter Rose, Thorne. Um. <laughs> Carl, Carl, Fiona just has won. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Right. Yeah. Was cool. the uh, person concerned a mentally unstable tennis player? <laughs> no. No. He w- it seemed to be a very normal person, apart from this. Right. And why did they announce... Uh, oh, was he incredibly racist? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, well, that eliminates the most obvious suspect. <laughs> David Oldfield, if you were <laughs> watching the show. And, okay, so what, context, what context did this information come out? Um, we played Truth or Dare oh, okay. on the first night, and they said they weren't filming it, and we could just, like, get to know each other. Right. But oh, truth or dare requires, like, what was the question that prompted that <laughs> answer? <laughs> <laughs> well, that truth or dare? Oh, I need to go that's now. <laughs> that's a very good question. Um, no, we were just kind of opening up, and he opened up way too much. <laughs> Twice a day, upsetting. apparently. <laughs> um, I, I'm just, I'm going to say nah. Thank you, God you did. You are, yeah, you are correct. It was now, yes. <laughs> Having eliminated the most obvious person, I felt, surely. I can't remember who but else I tell was you what, David Oldfield did. I found out um, during the show there was, um, and this was... A white piece of paper lying around. He went, oh, yeah, white. Oh, fuck, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> this, was, this happened on camera where they said to us, rules were given out, no one was to wash their genitals uh, in the sink. And we were like... <laughs> Well, who's been washing their genitals in the sink? And everyone had a poker face. Anyway, I found out after the, I got out that uh, David Oldfield shat his pants oh. and had to go for a quick wash in the sink. Oh. He actually just shat himself. But he was so nervous about being there. And I'm like, what a shame that didn't go to air. He didn't <laughs> <laughs> oh. The sad thing is that's probably the most likeable thing yeah. he's ever done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you say, I saw a clip of you saying that you would... You wouldn't... What did you say? You, I, uh, you wouldn't piss on him if I was on fire <laughs> something or something? I was so <laughs> ineloquent. You know when you have an argument with someone, you just want to go back and edit it? Yeah. I just said, you made my skin crawl! I, you, I, I fucking hate you! And then I stormed off into the jungle. Um, but it's really awkward storming off into the jungle because there's just more jungle, you know. <laughs> Any Dum Dum fans in? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fiona just said that on the Dum Dum. Anyway, uh... <laughs> But no, seriously, can I ask? Because everyone wants to know the shit stuff. Was there anyone in there that you thought you're actually a really good person? Oh yeah. So um, who, who's really good? Apart from Peter Rose, who's Danny a Green. Danny Green. Really good person. Uh, Shannon Noll, very brave man. He, he wanted to punch me at one stage. Did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's not nice. Because someone next to me made a joke about him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a pretty easy target to punch. So. Oh, I don't like that. That's uh, right. Simone. The um, model, she was great. She looked very quiet on the show because she every conversation she have has is peppered with fucking yes and <laughs> fucking this. So she was edited out. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like so she's really shy. Well, I must say, when, when I heard that you were going in, I was very worried for you because I know you quite well. Thinking that oh fuck, she's gonna just let rip on some people and <laughs> they're gonna put it in. Luckily, they obviously edited it out, so it was good. Yeah, they, did. they edited. <laughs> me very well. <laughs> okay, at the end of that round, the scores are Tony Martin on three points. What? Zoe Kuzmar on four points. Fiona O'Loughlin on five points, but also on five points, it's Carl Donnelly. Yes. All right. Okay, our final round is called Who, 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out ten questions all about you guys. If you think you know who it's about, buzz in. Your name's your buzzer. You get a point if you get it right. You get a point if you get it wrong. 
It's the only round you can lose points. You can't buzz in for your own. First one is this one. Who once failed an audition to play a pedophile? <laughs> Carl. Yes, Carl. Sony. You are correct. It was Tony, yes. The thing is, you know who got the role? Alan <laughs> <Ellen> Bro. <laughs> So apparently the ABC's idea of a pedophile is a tall, nerdish New Zealander with glasses. <laughs> what was it for? Was it for stingers? It was for MDA. Oh. Which, remember the MDA, the most boring... It was like they went, hey, let's combine lawyers and doctors. Well, that's we call right, it MDA. Yeah. I said they should call it diagnosis guilty. But nobody, <laughs> nobody went with my idea. Question two. Whose nan was a vaudeville performer in the 30s? Whose nan performed on vaudeville? Or in vaudeville? I reckon it was Zoe's. You are correct, Fiona. It was Zoe, yes. Point there for Fiona, yes. Bless her, Nana. Hilda Farmerlow. She was a a radio star. She did the splits up up the wall at her 80th birthday. Yeah. Yeah. She she, she was fine. (laughs) And for her 81st, she got a new hip. It was great. (laughs) How was the wall? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was much grosser than I realised. <laughs> Question three. Whose first job was as a dog washer? Sorry, whose worst job? Not first job, worst job was a dog washer. Could have been me. <laughs> <laughs> Tony. Yes, Tony. It was Carl. It was. You are correct. Yeah. Yes, it's a point there for Tony. Yes. It was two. I did it for two weeks. It was when, did, you have to, did you have to do work experience here at school? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I was under the illusion if you don't sort out work experience, you get two weeks off school. <laughs> so I just, I just kept my head down, and then the day before the break for two weeks, the, the careers advisor, Carl oh, Don, called me in and said, you haven't got work experience. I said, I oh, know, it's a shame, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll see you in a fortnight. And uh, he said, that's illegal. And he said, you're just going to have to do one of these leftover ones. And it was like, that was the best of the worst ones. So I had to go and wash dogs for two weeks. And I won't lie, dogs do not like being washed. <laughs> <laughs> it was really tricky as a 15-year-old. Anyone else here have work experience? Anyone do work experience? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, I did work experience at a vet, and um, I pa- which I really wanted to do. I wanted to be a vet. And then I uh, passed out when they were putting a drip in a German shepherd. <laughs> And um, I learnt that I did not want to be a vet. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not. (laughs) Okay, question four. Who once was handed an award by Richard Wilkins? Richard Wilkins gave this person an award. Richard Wilkins... uh, Carl has no idea who this is, so I'm going to rule out Carl. Zoe. Yes, Zoe. Tony. You are correct. Yes, it was Tony (laughs) Martin. Yes, point there for Zoe. It was, although this was in New Zealand in 1979 when his name was Richard Wilde. Richard Wilde. Yeah. So he changed it from the band. What? Yeah, he used to, he was the host of the kids after school shows, but at night time he was like a, a Howard Jones style synthesizer <laughs> pop singer with a, a fibre optic hairstyle. <laughs> this is true. And then he moved to Australia, changed his name to Richard Wilkins, and, and, and now and talks and about the Kardashians for a living. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what was the award for? It was, a, it was a school filmmaking competition, so it was like a, a Super 8 competition. And I wagged school for two weeks to make a, a Batman sequel <laughs> called <laughs> Batman Again, is what it was called, <laughs> on Super 8. And I came third and had to go on TV and accept my award, which was a $49.95 Agfa film splicer <laughs> from Richard Wilkins. And I, because it was live, I obviously didn't see the footage, but everyone at my school told me I was sort of looking away <laughs> because even in those days it was quite embarrassing to be on television with Richard Wilkins. <laughs> uh, question five, speaking of winning, who accidentally won the National Poetry Slam Championships? Accidentally won this. Slam poetry. So, Carl, Zoe. You are correct, Carl. Yes, it was yes. Zoe, yes. It's because I'm wearing overalls, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did. It was, it was terrible. It was a friend of mine was running it and they didn't have enough people for one of the heats and then I went in and did this joke poem. <laughs> and then it won that heat and then it kept winning and then I won the whole <laughs> thing. <laughs> but it was because it was funny and the, au- the audience voted for it. And then, but when I won, there was another girl... Um, whose name was also Zoe, actually. Uh, she was like, MC Zoe Cool or something. And uh, <laughs> and she stood up, like, the audience were behind and then, like, they had voted for it and then they announced it here. And she turned when they said, 
they announced my name she and not the other her or the other people she turned around to the audience and went what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> Like accept my prize money and then run away from all the <laughs> angry, genuine poets. <laughs> Sorry, poets. <laughs> For a lot of stuff. Okay. <laughs> Question six. Who once made the news because they wrote a fake letter to the newspaper? Who once made the news because of a fake letter they wrote to the newspaper? Carl. Fiona. Yes, yes you are correct. Yes, yes. it was Fiona. Oh. Yes, it was uh, my girlfriend, Jasmine. Um, she owns, I think it's the, and she still owns it, it's the last freehold paper in the country. It's the Tenant and District Times, and which is in Tenant Creek. Is this Territory. a sponsored post? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she's the editor of this, and she rang me up and said, oh, I've got nothing to put in the paper. And I said, well, just make up. She said, I've got no letters to the editor. And I said, make one up. So she said, I always do that. And... <laughs> Anyway, we wrote this great letter to the editor. We caused so much trouble because um, I lived in Alice Springs and we wrote this letter to, to the editor and it was all about... It was signed Alice Springs Businessman and it just slammed Tennant Creek. It said, <laughs> your food's pig's will. Your, <laughs> your people are ugly. Just as, you've even hijacked us to go to your stupid town because the highway goes through there on the way to Darwin. Anyway... Of course, then every Alice Springs businessman who had business um, prospects in Tennant Creek, would, they were just like, it's not us. We d I didn't write. So all these letters to the editor <laughs> saying, it's not me. I love Tennant Creek. And <laughs> my husband was playing golf with some other businessmen in Alice Springs. So like, who wrote this letter to the editor? Chris, like, yeah, I think I might know who wrote that letter. <laughs> <laughs> it ended up in the NT News. In the Darwin paper, who wrote the letter? Wow. <laughs> and, then, and then it ended up on Stuart Littlemore. So, Media Watch. <laughs> Media Watch. Media Watch has always been very interested in Jasmine's paper. And is that on your show reel? That episode? <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. Who's 10 years into a walk? We all are. Who's 10 years into a walk? Well, a very specific walk. None of us, we're all sitting down. <laughs> Uh, I know, it's Tony. Yes, you are correct. Yes, know, point the there for Carl. The reason I know that is because Tony told me that before the show. <laughs> so for those who know, Tony is walking every single street in Melbourne with his partner. Yes, an hour a day and we're attempting to walk, it, it's 10 years now, uh, attempting to was walk Was this another bet late at night? <laughs> it was, it was like the sons and daughters. But uh, yeah, so and of course people want to know, you must have bumped into so many famous people and this is, this is the, in 10 years, this is who it's been. Uh, I saw Dave O'Neill buying a sandwich. <laughs> uh, De Declan Fay tweeted me to say that we'd walk past his house. <laughs> and in Hampton, I bumped into David Cameron, not the Prime Minister no. of England, the man who was the underground mechanic in the first Mad Max movie. <laughs> <laughs> that is the celebrity tally for So 10 when years. you say celebrity, one of those I would say is a celebrity. <laughs> Declan's lovely, but I wouldn't say yeah. No, oh, hang on. Another edit point. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, our next question. Who here is an excellent baker and even makes their friends wedding cakes for them? Zoe. Yes, Zoe. I reckon it's Carl. You are correct. Carl. Yes, it yeah. is Carl. Yes, point there for Zoe. I actually made my own wedding cake ten days ago. Did you? I did, yeah. It was what really sort of good. Wedding cake was it? it was a naked uh, three-tier sponge with uh, edible flowers. Hang on, so it just was a sponge with no icing? Uh, well, it's in, it was na naked in the sense of the icing was only in between layers rather than covering entirely. And it was shaped like a sexy yeah. layer. <laughs> 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 All right, and our final question for the game. Who once went on a bender that started in one continent, progressed to another and ended with this person stealing a stranger's crutches to get into a bar? Who's going to say it? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say in case it's not true. Go for it, Tony. You've got nothing to lose. Is it you, Fiona? No, no it's not. not. It's Carl oh. Donnelly. Carl, <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a small drinking problem. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly, I actually heard about that in London. <laughs> <laughs> I want my crutches back. <laughs> So how? So it was. It was the first time I ever came to the Melbourne Comedy Festival in 2011. Me and a friend who's a comedian called Sean Walsh, 
Uh, we started drinking in London, like at, like Heathrow Airport. Just got over it. It was the first time we'd ever come to Australia. We just started drinking on that first leg of the flight. And then when we got to the Middle East, we were like, well, this is fun. Why don't we carry on? <laughs> the whole second leg, 14 hours, carried on drinking. The amount of times we got in trouble by the stewardesses and all that. And then we got off the flight in Melbourne and thought, let's just go out. And we <laughs> went out and we ended up going to the Cookie Rooftop Bar. Uh, so we're now on about the 36th hour of drinking. You must and, have uh, smelt lovely. Oh, by I, then. <laughs> I stank. And I looked so disgusting as well. <laughs> and then a, a friend of ours, Roisin Connerty, who was already here, came to meet us at the bar. And she said she walked into the bar to see me on a stage <laughs> having nicked somebody's crutches. And I was doing like sort of weird parkour leaps <laughs> off the stage. <laughs> I don't remember any of it. She said we're the two drunkest people she's ever seen. <laughs> Thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the game, the scores are Tony Martin on three points, everyone. Yes! Fiona O'Loughlin on six points. Zoe Kuzma also on six points. But our winner on nine points is Carl Donnelly. Thank you all for playing Don't You Know Who I Am. Zoe, you've got to rush off, so where's, where can people see your show? Uh, at the Town Hall in about half an hour. <laughs> yeah. so. so it's called Bossy Bottom? It's called Bossy Bottom. Love yeah. that title. Cool. <laughs> so get out for Zoe Kimsma, everyone. Thanks. Fiona, where can people see you this year? Um, I am putting on extra shows in, at the Town Hall because I've sold out the Greek Centre. You're all right. Come on. So. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know what those dates are. But okay, but are. go online, you'll find it. Carl, where can people see you? Um, I'm at the Chinese Museum at 9.45. <laughs> Apparently, there was no room in the town hall. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but luckily, the next best place is a Chinese museum uh, at 9.45 every night. 9.45. What's your show called again? Uh, it's called The Nutter on the Bus. The Nutter on the Bus. I love it. And Tony, you've got a couple of, you've got some podcasts uh, and stuff. I have another do. podcast, which is called Childproof, which is for, the, uh, for selfish people who don't have children. <laughs> There's so many here today. And that's uh, still available. Yeah. Excellent. Please give for everyone you saw today. Yeah. <laughs> Stick around if you're a Dum Dum fan. And hopefully I'll see you here next week. Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional, you have to do it. (laughs) We used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.